This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I'm Joey. I love wrestling. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. I'm Dan. I love wrestling. I'm Steven, and I hate wrestling. You should love wrestling is a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling. You should love wrestling, WWE, cause I love wrestling, a lot of loving for me, we on the podcast, Joey Cliff, Nick and Steven, but Steven ain't wrestling, gotta make him a believer, I'm all hoping that, I love Rick Flair, The Undertaker, Tombstone on the chair, so tune in every week, cause we got a new guest, you should love wrestling, cause it's the best, yes! The best way to support the show is by going to boardwalkaudio.com backslash you should love wrestling. Click the support our artist button and then continue to buy whatever you were going to buy. You don't need to be the genius Lanny Pofo to figure that out. Uh, like he means like buy on Amazon. It goes yeah. to Amazon. <laughs> Wait, you don't just continue your life, go to Target or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. yeah, I mean, really just like live your life. It's fine. Yeah. Um, today's guest has appeared on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. True TV's Adam Ruins Everything. And he's the host of the pro wrestling podcast, The Comedians of Wrestling. A very funny stand up and improviser, Dan Black. How's it going, Dan? Hey, hey. what's up? Welcome, sir. Hello. Welcome. I listen to Comedians of Wrestling. It's good. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just good. listened to a couple episodes like yeah. i'm not like a regular you're too in you're too in depth for me to like fully get on board <laughs> yeah. i'll be honest but it's funny it's good uh, i mean dan, dan gets really in depth and he starts talking about men's bodies <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's definitely uh i'm really you gotta carve out your niche <laughs> you know what I mean? so yeah. comes, there's a lot of pro wrestling podcasts out there yeah but there's not a podcast that is as into Male bodies. <laughs> my just, hey, you break head. it. I've been on that show. You break it down, man. Yeah. Just, you break just it the down. The 10 to 15 minutes you spend describing Braun Strowman's pecs are just oh. to die for. <laughs> yeah. I is a Greek god. He's like built out of marble. I love him. It actually goes my further. Impression of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think in the last episode we were talking about Rollins and me and me and my buddy John Wadowski were on the show. And I think we just had like a, uh, like an organic moment of just like, Oh. <laughs> Talking about Seth oh. Rollins, such uh, catharsis like, happening. Yeah, oh God, it's like yeah, we get really into the the physique of the men and just the the pageantry yeah. and uh uh-huh. and I, and I just think the fantasy of being one of these guys is sure. a big part of what I like about pro wrestling. Well, yeah, well, I think that part of it it's like professional wrestlers and like the. You know, 60s, 70s, 80s had like dad bods. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was like Arn Anderson was the prototypical wrestler. And then, like, but now it's like the guys don't really do steroids, but they just like work out a shit ton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, you get people like Seth Rollins who's just like built like a statue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. I was I was when we were we have a, the Brock Lesnar match coming up and I was watching it and I'm like his traps like he must do 20 hours of work a week on those fucking traps Lesnar yeah they're just ugh, they're all the way up to the bottom of his earlobe it's he, insane he's known for skipping leg day but the rest of them yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. don't need that it's about you don't need 40 legs. hours of steroids <laughs> 40 hours, <laughs> hours of steroids he's got a full time job and doing <laughs> steroids yeah yeah he just Clock wakes up. Out. Wakes up, drinks a smoothie of steroids, and then uh, gets to work eating steroids. Yep. He calls the needle his boss. Yeah, but Lesnar definitely does like all kinds of. Oh, probably. I, I don't his know lunch what... break is not doing steroids. <laughs> yeah, an hour yeah, of yeah, not yeah, doing yeah. steroids. It's gonna take a minute. I don't know when this will be released, but can we acknowledge the the punk match? Oh, oh yeah, sure. God, yeah. This will be released months from now. This will be released <laughs> oh, yeah. sometime in 2017, probably. Yeah, 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 this yeah, yeah, literally yeah. just happened when we're yeah. recording. Oh yeah, this this, this was will be yesterday. released right after CM Punk's first UFC. Win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, gonna, he's gonna win. It's gonna making this all irrelevant. Congratulations! Like, this episode will never air. <laughs> I think that you. I kind of had a uh, speaking of Lesnar. I had a big moment of appreciation for him yesterday when I watched how pummeled CM Punk got. In yeah, UFC, yeah. Where I was just like, 
It's he that guy. Is, he gets more incredible every minute. To me, I don't what? even care about the steroids. I, I don't know how you guys feel about steroids. I'm like, whatever. It's I think you should yeah. do them. Uh, I think you got to do them. I think everybody I think should, it should be given to kids. I think <laughs> in, instead of vaccinations, we should give kids steroids. Yeah, yeah I mean, it'll, I it'll strengthen their immune system. Yeah, we get on board for that. Yeah, yeah. I like wrestling because there's no real rules. Like, <laughs> you know, and then when we start yeah. being like, there's rules here. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's conveniences. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, so, um, which so, is part of what I love about you know this match where we're going to talk about. I agree, I agree about Lesnar. I do just want to say about Punk. Um, it was it was. I love the guy as a personality, as a wrestler, but man, those and I'm air quoting punches. Those couple jabs that he got in last night. Ooh, just, yeah, just brutal. Well, he only did he only he only got offense on the ground, right? Yeah, I mean, wait, he did he did UFC. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, UFC with with zero with zero training. He was like, I'm going to be a UFC fighter. Was, oh no, that couldn't have gone well. And he spent two years training. Oh. I think the whole thing could not have gone worse. Really, I, really, I think it went the worst just, it could have possibly gone. I want to have seen the that. The best thing he could have done was pull like a Rocky one. Where like sure. he lasts longer than Yeah, you where expect. he goes three or four rounds. Yeah. Right, where they yeah, cheer yeah. for him when he's like all pummeled. Yeah, but yeah. this was like he got pummeled and it was uncomfortable and it was fast. And like he survived one rear naked choke, which was kind of cool. because yeah, like, it was cool. He slipped out. Yeah, and Rogan helped that, the kayfabe on that. Like Ro- 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 Rogan. Rogan was really in his corner. God bless <laughs> yeah. Joe Rogan. Rogan was like, well, he slipped out of that. But like it's really unbelievable to see. Actually, that. we've just, we've got the match on in the background. We can just <laughs> talk like, about I it. I needed punches, to see this, yeah. The fucking punches that Gall delivered that looked like real UFC punches versus just like the little eh, that Punk got in. Oh. It was just I felt bad for when, the oh god. Eh. Uh, and when, and when Punk comes Watts, when his eventual return to wrestling, which I'm hoping is Mania 33, <laughs> yeah, uh, should be tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he needs to put some weight back on. Well, that's what I said. So it's like, does he come back at the Rumbles? Does he come back at Mania? Or is he too shamed now in his Ooh. head to ever come back? I think well, he's too. Sh- I think that I think that uh, the commentators tomorrow or tonight are going to just like eviscerate him, basically. Uh, yeah. Like somebody's probably going to get squashed, squashed in one of the matches, and it's going to be like, oh, Paul real CM Punk or whatever. <laughs> oh, and backlash. Yeah, yeah, backlash yeah. yeah, yeah. What if Strowman oh, comes out? Strowman comes out and like starts calling his opponent CM Punk. Oh my god! Or they, like, or they, or they call him like Phil? Phil Phil Brooks or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They get a jobber who like has like similar tattoos. <laughs> That'll or, like, probably has a Coca-Cola happen. Coca-Cola tattoo on his arm. I'm uh, uh, bro, uh, uh, what's the name? Byron Saxon's in the ring, standing with tonight's opponent, DM Junk. <laughs> <laughs> like that's probably gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Dan, what originally got you into wrestling? Oh, um, I've well, I've always been into pro wrestling. I got I, as far back as my memories go. I've watched pro wrestling. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, we all take our breaks and our dips, but um, I watched like you know the first. <laughs> Uh, live event. I went to Nassau Coliseum in '91. Mm-hmm. Went to a, uh, uh, um, a live event that had a rumble in it, and I was nice. obsessed with the Ultimate Warrior as a kid. Like, yeah, obsessed. And I watched Ultimate Warrior. Uh, I watched Undertaker zip him into the body bag. <laughs> Sweet, and the step and on I him. Started oh, crying. Yeah. Uh, my dad was like, "He's dead." <laughs> my dad was like so good at playing along because my dad has like he's such a good character. He loves to 
play along with it. So he he would like help it for me. But well, we met your dad. He was at the UCB show. Yeah, my yeah. dad came to the nice Summer guy. He, he had fun. Yeah, yeah. Dan, Dan and I co-produce show. a wrestling bit show a couple times a year. Very yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I liked it. But then obviously when I got really into, and then I had a big Bret Hart phase too. But when I got really into wrestling was the Attitude Era, obviously. Oh, but, of course. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that. You know, I think that's probably the answer you get from most people. Yeah, it's yeah, just quite a few. Stone Cold Rock. I mean, we were insane in, in in high school. We I was like I would I would uh, camp outside of like Nassau Coliseum waiting for the Ticketmaster ticket window okay. to open. I was wow. even sadder than that. I would camp outside of a CVS pharmacy in my hometown, <laughs> and it would just be me. And like I would, I'd feel like I was really cool. I'd be wearing like a camouflage Stone Cold Steve Austin like baseball cap, uh. a Stone Cold Steve Austin T shirt with a big skull on it, and I felt like such a cool. See, dude. I'm not, I'm not a, a that big of a super fan of anything. And but I this is when things. I was like 14. Even then, I was like, I don't have time for this. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I was obsessed with it. The rock, I mean, The Rock, what, what can you say? He's he's still, he's only getting more famous. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, those guys just drew me into an incredible degree. And then I think the thing that keeps me going with wrestling, and I don't know, I'm kind of evolving your question for you, oh, that's but cool. is like how wrestling evolves and how, first off, it never yeah. stops. So right. it has these like organic lifestyles and like ebbs yeah. and flows. Mm-hmm. So I feel like wrestling is very alive in a way that I, yeah. that I appreciate as an art form. Yeah. It's like ev- evolving in front of you weekly. Right. And I find I find that I find that amazing. I you know, do you I, care how it evolves or is it just the process? You know what? I normally go along with it. I mean, there's obviously some terrible errors of wrestling. Oh, Batista, yeah. where I uh, <laughs> oh, take yeah. that Gardens of the Galaxy star. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of Batista. I, you know, actually, I like him. I like him as a guy. Yeah, yeah. seems like a cool he seems guy. Like a cool dude. But seems like he, he has a knowledge for the business too. Like he, he yeah. gets it. And I heard him on a podcast recently, and he really sold me. Where I was like, "Love this guy," and I love all wrestlers. It's like they're like my family. And if I talk crap about them on some on a podcast or something, uh-huh. it's you know, if I saw him in person, I give him, I give him a hug. Those oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to hang out with Batista more than any Hollywood star. Right. Well, I guess he is one now, but yeah. you, just didn't like his, you just didn't like him in the WWE. He didn't like his work. Well, I'm just saying that when it's just like the guys who were just the big. Muscle guys, that whole ruthless aggression era was like, oh, not yeah, my which was, yeah, well, yeah, it was entirely just like, hey, football player, you don't know how to wrestle and you don't really want to wrestle, we'll train you to wrestle if you want. Exactly. He was one yeah. of the few that was kind of any good, though. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm used him more as the figurehead of what it. I'm representing. It's more like yeah. the uh, yeah. Sean Stasiak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talked about that. <laughs> what what? meets. Can we label that category for people like me who doesn't understand? Is it just like uh, people who aren't wrestlers? Is that the thing? Failed, the f- failed football players. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they still wrestlers. do that, right? Isn't that wasn't the NXT guy we watched? Baron uh, Corbin. Baron is Corbin. That. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Baron yeah okay. but he's, but is it rare? A, but he's got that fucking stomach. Yeah. He's uh, not like a muscle. Um, he does not have that. Out. It's uh, <laughs> it, it used to be that was exclusively the guys that WWE would sign. Oh five to like oh nine. Yeah. To yeah. That's why like there's like there's basically just this like lost generation of wrestlers from 05 to 09 where it's like there's nobody from that era that's like ever going to be in the hall of fame because it's like right. it's people that like wrestled for three or four years and sucked and then got fired and then just never continued yeah. to wrestle i guess cena was starting then yeah yeah kind of right but like that was like oh two oh three that interim between the post attitude era like cool down and the beginning of like the new uh, decade, it yeah. was like, yeah, it is just sort of like this weird lost time. And there's a lot of mm. and unfortunately, there's a lot of people who did a lot of good work that kind of got lost in the shuffle. Yeah. And even like stuff like 
Edge became a huge star and a right. world champion and carried that company for quite a while. He was one of those guys that carried it. And as fondly as his work is remembered, people remember a lot of things, but they also forgot a lot of things, too. It's like Christian was doing a lot of good work. A lot of good people that were doing good things. And it sort of just kind of gets when, forgotten, which kind of sucks. And what's really sad is like there are guys like Chris Masters probably got his contract entirely based on like his physique. He was just a really built, muscular right. dude. Not I the like, Master Lock. Yeah, uh, yeah, like no, Master, master Lock was the unbreakable of the Master Lock. I yeah, like Chris of, Masters, um, yeah. but he's a guy that like he definitely came in green, like he wasn't very trained, and he mm-hmm. like wasn't the best wrestler. And then he got released, and then he like realized that he loved wrestling and really put the work in to and become a great back. wrestler. Mm-hmm. And he came back, and they didn't give him anything. Like he was just a job guy, like a guy that lost all the time. Yeah, yeah. Even and though he was a significantly better wrestler and more yeah. defined character than he was he had more charisma yeah. when he came back too. like he understood character more yeah yeah like willing to put in the work more and it yeah it sucks that they just blew it yeah just like ava marie you know she realized she wanted it late yeah that's right <laughs> that's i mean right. And that's why she's so good now. yeah that's why she's such a good wrestler <laughs> that's she, why she's... she trained with brian kendrick bro yeah i know i'm on uh, board with with eva marie and the character and the heel I, i'm on board with her so much and i'll tell you who helped sell it for me so much? Even before her, like her new Eva Marie entrance, Corey fucking Graves. Yeah, you love Corey Graves. I do. I've, we've had this conversation on your podcast. Yeah, I love him. Comedians of wrestling. Comedians I love wrestling. the Check work it out he on does. IT Subscribe on the YouTube well, yeah, Comedy Podcast Network. I think Corey Graves is so good. <laughs> Mr. And his heel commentary. Shut up, Tom. Be quiet. Shut up. Here, yeah, it's look, like just like, take it in. Like kill yourself, Tom. Yeah. Look at the most beautiful woman you've ever seen his, in your life. That God. is. That is like textbook like Bobby Heenan style like just shut up and listen and and take in the glory that we're being presented his heel commentary work sold me on Eva Marie so much I love her you know I've, via him I, I, I that since you told me that on my podcast I've really been listening yeah for what Corey Graves yeah, Corey's great. I'm learning to appreciate it more and I've realized that the hole in my arsenal from the guests coming on my show is is the announcing I'm like not I'm, I I kind of zone them out. I'm so focused on the in-ring work. We oh, talk about this with Steven too. Yeah. They, and I used to not when it was JR and and when it was JR and and the King, I was like they had such distinct voices and even when JBL was there, he was such a big character. I could really I could hear him. Yeah. Those guys are all like blending together to me for some reason. Like, so yeah, I no no no. You're good. I don't have anything interesting to add. That's that is that's interesting how like if they're J, JBL King uh, like they have a big personality. It's easy to focus on them. So I feel like Jim Ross, the yeah, only, it's like Jim almost Ross, like yeah, the of course. only color, the only color commentator, <laughs> yeah, uh, or the only play-by-play guy to ever have like an actual voice and character. The unique voice of it actually era. makes them easier to listen to than I think modern stuff. I agree with that. I yeah. Like it. So yeah, I yeah. think, and I think that it's. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm trying to appreciate more subtle announcing work because yeah. I appreciate more subtle wrestling work. Right. You know what I mean? Or like more uh, technical, or you know, something that's not just over the top. SNL, you know, uh, (laughs) archetype of an announcer. When I watch, I really, really always try to watch with a very split mind where it's like I'm watching and I'm listening. Mm. And I always try to listen to the commentary work because, again, I really think I think Tom Phillips is doing good work, too. I think if he keeps it up, he will be the guy. The best announcer is Moro. I need. I I love Marvin. Can I say something? I was walking my dog this morning and all I kept just repeating in my head. Grand Metallic. (laughs) 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 Grand Metallic. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, uh, he's great too. He's wonderful. Yeah. I, uh, today's match was the main event of WrestleMania 31, and it saw the champion Brock Lesnar defend his WWE Championship against Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. This match famously ended with Roman's former Shield brother Seth Rollins cashing in his Money in the Bank contract to insert himself into the match and walk away the WWE Champion. Uh, Dan, why'd you pick this match for us? All right, I want to say two things. Oh, <laughs> first thing I want to say: the reason I chose this match, and I'm. Just to let everyone know, I am wearing my, I am wearing Seth Rollins shirt yes, from this era. Okay. This is the shirt he yeah. had, to, and then he switched his shirt after he won the belt. Here, to me, this is, this is what makes wrestling. This moment, this is like what I live for. Yeah, exactly. This, this is like perfect wrestling storytelling. I was there in the moment. Yeah, in San Jose, he was, he was yeah, live. And, 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 and I talk about this in my stand up. Uh, I have a whole like segment on pro wrestling. Good, but like, is that edging more and more? Like, it used to be like five percent of your stand up, and now it's like twenty five percent. Honestly, of Got all my material, crowd. I have like fifty percent of it is pro wrestling. Right <laughs> at this point, but that I mean, that's, he comes out at any random comedy club and goes, "Guys, what's the deal with Kevin Owens?" I yeah. mean, I well, I like... think also like I've I've seen it as a personal challenge that I find so many things funny about pro wrestling. How can I make a joke that's accessible to to everyone? Um, to everyone? And I've sure. I've had some success with it, which is surprising. Uh, <laughs> not, not surprising. It's just like I always think anything wrestling has no mass appeal. But the thing I say is that like I'm like this is a perfect example why people go like, but it's fake, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, it it is fake. Yeah. It's like, and they're like, yeah, you know who's gonna win. It's like I know who's gonna win the Cavs versus uh, the uh, right. versus the Golden State Warriors. It's gonna be the Cavs or the Golden State Warriors. Like you know who won the main event of WrestleMania 31? A guy not in the match, <laughs> right? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's why I want. That's the imagination that I'm looking for when I want to watch entertainment. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't find. I go like you know, like I can watch LeBron. You know, uh, that's a, this part of my stand-up, uh, but, but it is <laughs> yeah. just proving my points exactly, which is like, I got watching like LeBron, he's scoring a little bit more points than, right. than the best previous best basketball player. Yeah. yeah. He's a little bit, has a little more agility, you know, but like these guys are like, they're like switching teams mid game, you know, they're like scoring on their own basket. They're knocking people out with their cheating. That's they're a knocking great out way the to referee. Like that's. That is entertainment to me. Yeah. And this is like, this is, this is awesome. Not to mention in this match, it's like just the complete, a guy who's like a weapon of mass destruction yeah, versus a guy who just believes in himself and has a lot of heart. Yeah. And then even at the end of the day, the guy who wins is another archetype, the weasel. Two, two <laughs> weapons of mass destruction. One is like an actual weapon who can destruct. The other right. one's just a fucking bomb. Yeah. What? So, that would be Roman Reigns. He's just a bomb. Oh, I get it. Yeah, okay. That's what I, like, oh, I want to say. So, so that's why I chose this match. The next thing yeah. I want to say is to... Is Roman Reigns is real cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Well, I got to say, when I was rewatching this match, I was like, uh, this guy is so great looking. There <laughs> it is. Reigns, yeah, yeah. Like, just to get into Take it, I'm like... Your vest. Wait, what? like attractive? Yeah. He's, oh, well, what the hell? I would... I would hey, I would, Roman I mean, Reigns is a good looking dude. I mean, no, he is a greasy Neanderthal. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, uh, <laughs> cool, cool slur from Steve. <laughs> What's... I, Joey, how is that a slur? Every, Joey thinks everything is a slur on I this show. I think he literally looks like a Neanderthal. Oh, this moment's horrible, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's playing in real time. When they were like... Gimme. The, the, the go-home the go home moment of like just... Raw with... Fake fighting with the belt. Gimme the belt. We're going to fight with the 
belt and not punch each other. I want it. So, so yeah, go ahead. Well, the one thing I want to say is that to you, Pearl Cena, mm. I'm not trying to knock the. I'm not trying to knock the premise of this podcast. Okay, I love yeah. this podcast. <laughs> you guys are some of my favorite dudes. I, I like Roman pushing the fans out of the way. Yeah, the way. something I, I love enjoy about this because they're really Ro- awesome. Roman is, through it. Roman yeah. is so hated in this match that like even when he's walking to the ring through the audience, people are like attacking him. Like people, fans yeah. are like shoving. His Dozens head. of people are flipping him off. Like well, that's yeah. like humiliation. Shaking him off. Yeah. They're, well, they're touching insane. his greasy head. Ahead, He's man. supposed to be the good guy. Yeah, Roman Reigns saving grace right here is that this arena is <laughs> this Coliseum's outside, so yeah. a lot of the boos are being lost into the wind. <laughs> into there are. But when I was there, what, everyone was booing him. What you like or don't like about the show? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's hear some criticisms about. No, it's this not show. A criticism of the show, but I'm just like I. My thing. Yeah, talk more I, about us. I've had I've had my years of trying to convince people wrestling is good. Yep. And I'm in my life, I'm done with that completely. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. You either like it you don't like it uh-huh. you don't want to get on board with this greatness you're gonna let this part this amazing entertainment pass you by yeah that's fine Unfortunately, know, go watch the, breaking bad again the I'm three of us that. the three of us have banished ourselves to a dark well where we're forced to do that for all eternity yeah, we're stuck doing this we're until doing. we're very rich or dead <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i i don't disagree with that of like there is there is nothing to be said that will convince me i think there's, a, there's some interesting stuff i watch for sure yeah uh but and i like i like what you were saying joey was just before this podcast saying like i don't like it when people say they don't like wrestling like i want to show them they're wrong <laughs> well, no, i want to bully them into changing. They definitely are wrong. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, it's not, it's not necessarily like, it's like when people mock wrestling just from a place of like you were saying, like it's fake or just like kind of from a, like yeah. an understanding of it that's like extremely archaic or dumb. Like, and I think that's something that's like fun about this show is that like, I finally get to like, you know, like there are so many people that say they don't like wrestling and you're like, if only you saw, you know, Hell in a Cell in 1998 or whatever. Yeah. And this is our opportunity to like show somebody that and try to convince them. No, no. Them. The premise mm-hmm. of this podcast is great. I'm just saying like, if you don't like it, then like, that's cool with me. That's There's fair. tons of, I, you know, yeah, I have. it doesn't bother me. Yeah. I'm like, that's, I totally get it. To me, I have a hard time even understanding how someone doesn't like it because so especially someone who's a theater person. Yeah. Like this is the grandest theater. There's no theater like this happening anywhere but he's so okay like you have to admit in this match Roman Reigns like getting hit in the corner and these like astonished faces yeah. when he kind of comes back against Brock Lesnar like, <gasps> like you have to admit you're like that's the worst acting I've ever but seen no, like, actually, turn Roman, I know it's great acting it is <laughs> it is I'm fine with it when he's oh like and he's God. playing to he's playing to an audience of a hundred thousand people you know yeah. I mean I, I've said this before on this podcast it's like I don't care that he's playing for a hundred thousand people and he's trying to play the back road in, back, back road in San Jose I'm got a close up of him and he's going <laughs> like when he's astonished. I, I just I find you, that man. amazing as a comedy person though, that you can never really truly appreciate the sort of zaniness of that. I don't like I don't, I don't like I don't like uncommitted comedy. That's why I hate you so much, You're Nick. Pretty committed. <laughs> hey, Nick's not committed. I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah, all right. Fine. Yeah, Nick really Nick really it. needs to commit more. Yeah, yeah. That's true. he came in. It. He was playing Vince McMahon on my podcast, and he uh, you know I could tell it was Nick the whole time. Yeah, he yeah. Kept saying I'm Nick in the middle of the to the character. Yeah, just like. Dan, it's me, Nick. I'm Vince McMahon. Yeah, Dan, Dan, don't get scared. Don't get scared. It's Nick Ligger, not Vince McMahon. Don't really have muscles. Guys, I really hated that when Nick did that. But I think like... Respectable. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that, I'm saying, what kind of live theater for this amount of people in the round or in the square is is happening where... Like, yeah, of course they're playing it broad, but 
Yep. I bet if you had a close-up camera on a Broadway actress's face, you'd be like, mm-hmm. "That's what is she doing?" Because it is it, it is theater. Well, yeah, it's you know not, what I'm saying. It's not human not every play, to right? It's some like, people, some people would put that that camera on that Broadway actress and go, "She's too old to be playing this role." <laughs> That's go what ahead. Pearlstein would do. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, never. He's a people, big ageist. I'm saying people. I like to do blind casting. Thank you. <laughs> no, go ahead. You're gonna you do the voice. Oh no, just <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, something that like I loved about this match is like I felt like you really went into it like having no idea who was going to win. They were pushing Roman Reigns to be like the guy at this point, and Brock Lesnar was a guy that like you know beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania the year before. Yeah, yeah. and it's like I feel like there was just this feeling of genuine desperation and panic among fans of like. Oh fuck! They're gonna make Roman Reigns beat Brock Lesnar, proving that Brock, the Roman Reigns, is better than the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair or whatever. Yeah. Are they really that clueless to invalidate all of these? Yeah, things? to invalidate him as the best wrestler to ever live, and it's I, like there was panic there. Like as a as a fan, I was watching this with genuine concern of like, no, like all of my childhood heroes are worthless, and in the face of this guy who sucks, or not even a wrestler, but I do like the way that they especially position him now, especially with Paul Heyman. The, what do they? What he calls like the the best. Combat athlete, like, oh, yeah, like he calls like the greatest combat athlete, yeah. which is which is cool. That 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 yeah, I, I came around to that label of the best because I didn't for a it's while a I was like is pro wrestling combat like I never really thought of it in that way yeah. but I guess it is right stuff. it's yeah. a good way it's to angle him combat, right? and, like, and like, like UFC yeah. NCAA like you could say that even without WWE accomplishments you know yeah. and then put right. wrestling in there and it's yeah I get it it's a great it is a great label I actually knocked it at first but then now I, I've came around to it sure I think this is also I'm gonna say this this might be a, I might be wrong about this but I think this is gonna be Lesnar's this is Lesnar's pinnacle of his pro wrestling career. I think I would, it, I would agree with that. I think yeah. it will be. So that's another reason I like it. It's like a guy like Brock Lesnar, who I think we won't get another one for, you know, the lore that only Brock Lesnar's are born only every 1,000 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He emerges from his egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he gets, you when he dies, he's going to get, yeah, 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 I love yeah. the skulls. So Steven, you look like you were going to say something. Um, uh, I immediately lost it. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I have oh, no. okay. Is there anything that you know? Grand Metalik. Grand Metalik. Sorry, not not important. I, uh, I guess it's interesting to me, like you say that this is like the pinnacle of uh, Brock Lesnar's wrestling. Because pr- again, I always can see this. I'm not a sophisticated wrestling fan. I don't understand everything F5 about right it. Away. But it felt like uh, it's a Brock very Lesnar's bleeding face right away. He bleeds <laughs> so fast, it's amazing. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> He's like Ric Flair, but like not in the forehead. Yeah, he's, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's lived Sorry, a rough life. No, I was gonna say it just it seemed a very one note to me. I was like, oh, he's kept on doing fucking suplex and lifting up it felt uh flat like but at I, the I was time, that's what his thing was was like utter domination yeah but it like it, utter domination is fine but i mean like it literally just felt like i'm watching the same move over and over and over and over. it gets exhausting you know you know you know one thing to think about uh, it get well sure mm-hmm. but i think to us that's because of the idea of universe like all the greatest pieces of art or whatever in my head that, that's a movie he doesn't do that i really enjoyed oh yeah, uh, yeah. but anyway um like a capture suplex or yeah, something. yeah 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 like, yeah kind of yeah. like a northern lights but he just chucked the guy yes exactly <laughs> and that's another thing about lesnar it's cool but i think it's like i love how they use the term universe so like wb universe because as you think about like star wars uh lord of the rings harry potter Marvel. anything that says like an epic universe there's like mm-hmm. rules to it right and i think the rules within it 
makes it necessary that you consume all of it so you understand assumptions Mm -hmm. of the world and like the basic tenets of the wrestling world and so the fact that Brock Lesnar is giving all these suplex 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 you never ever see a match where somebody dominates this hard Mm -hmm. a lot most of the time it's more of a dance Cena doing this that was like and that's fucking and that might that that might be something that Steven just doesn't get yet is uh, Mm -hmm. a the suplexes are in reference to um, there's a match that Brock Lesnar had against John Cena where he won the title he said and John Cena was, you know, Superman at that yeah. point. He's a guy that never lost. Yeah. Uh, Brock Lesnar suplexed him like 18 times or something like uh-huh. that. And then did an F5 to him three times and beat him with like basically no offense from John Cena. Yeah, which is like, so, like unheard so that, of. So that's why whenever Brock Lesnar suplexes somebody, the audience shouts like five, hey, let's, six, yeah. let's, seven. Let's just drop in that one quick clip of him right there saying suplex city, bitch. I just wanted everyone to hear it. That's that Jesse Pinkman reason. catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. 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 Another reason I chose the match is the creation, the, the capturing of a truly organic moment. Uh-huh. Like that is something that happens in pro wrestling that I, again, I don't know where yeah. happens anything else. Doesn't happen in movies, doesn't happen in plays. Maybe sure. politics. Off the cuff said Suplex City. And now, last week I was walking through Disneyland with my family. There's a guy wearing a Suplex City shirt <laughs> based off of just something he said off the cuff. Where do you where do you get that? You don't get that on SNL. Well, there's right. just like, you, right? like they, yeah. that's a scripted, a strictly scripted show. Yeah. What other shows are like live theater where you get, where you you have you can have like improv moments like that. Yeah. yeah. Improvised. That's a word I should know. <laughs> to be fair, you can get that if you come see me do any sketch show where I don't learn my lines. That's true. Yeah, uh, that's so that any is, sketch that show ever. MO. Oh yeah. um, well, there's something like dozens I don't know, of recordings just, of you failing to do lines. Uh, <laughs> it just captures. A, and like when Brock says that, it like captures such a raw moment of like he's bleeding from his face and he says it with like the energy of somebody that like knows he's the best like fighter in the world. Yep. Yeah. And like, I feel like he's tried to kind of say, he's tried to sprinkle that out through his, throughout his matches since, but like, he says it with sort of a, like, he knows it's a catchphrase line, like, suplex yeah. city, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Instantly, and like, instantaneously became a t shirt. Yeah. City. And like, him saying it this time, it was just so, like, it came from a place of dominance and not a place of, like, trying to sell a t shirt. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. One thing I, you know, uh, in a future episode, we're going to watch this match that I, I found really interesting and I, I liked, I liked it more than I liked other matches. And I think. One thing that stands out to me is like uh, in a few trip, a few trips. Are we gonna watch which match? Uh, I don't know what it's called. What are we watching in an hour? Oh, uh, what are we? Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Ishii versus Shibata yeah. with Bobby Ramos. Yeah, oh, versus yeah. Uh, Grand Metallic. Yeah, versus Grand <laughs> Metallic. Um, but what was interesting about that to me was it was uh, very committed and fast and whatever. But it was all, like I'm, I'm using words of improv language. That's what I know. But also like it wasn't self-important. And I feel like sometimes I get a lot of that from WWE and that drives me insane. That. And even like this suplex city bitch like, uh, all right, cool. What a cool mm-hmm. moment. But also like, uh, you know. You're not that cool. It's not that important. You're not that heroic. Yeah. If, you, if I watch that in like a, I guess a UFC match, I think I'd be somehow more interested in it because like, oh yeah, that's off the cuff in a real moment. But like Brock Lesnar says stuff like that in UFC matches. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, I don't I'm a watch big UFC fan of anymore. Yeah. I yeah. love self. I get that. Well, imagine you're in this match. Brock Lesnar's beating you up and he's hitting you in a way where like you're like, hey, that's not supposed to hurt as much as it as it is, and you're not allowed to fight back. Yeah. Out of out of sheer curiosity, Stephen, have you ever watched any? Of Brock Lesnar's UFC fights? Any of them? Um, I did. Yeah, I watched a couple of his early ones, yeah. but yeah, not a lot. He's- 
pretty damn good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, he was good. He was also just, uh, you know, kind of the same type of thing here. I, I can't remember specifics, but it, like, I just felt like, oh, he's just overwhelming with size. It's yeah. not even like a, a skill anything with I him. Mean, it's overwhelming. I'll agree with that. Like I, I think criticism, that, but yeah. I mean, I, th- I would agree with that. And like, I'm not like a super uh, into it UFC fan, but like, I feel like he's somebody with like some level of technical ability, but he's also just the strongest person who's ever lived. Right. So, like, <laughs> like, worst yeah, case, yeah. he can just like shove the guy down. And right. Put, yeah, yeah. Well, no, he, he he's not the strongest guy to ever live. A thousand years ago, there was another guy <laughs> named <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the scrolls foretold it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he had a, a dick tattoo right <laughs> on his chest. Uh, the, yeah, the the turn of the last millennia. I was trying to think of like one historical reference that would make sense. I have no idea what happened a thousand years ago, guys. I don't know what happened. La- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, I don't know. The, the, all the thing about. What I'm saying is, I love wrestling. I, I look. You, you can't. You can't. You, you can be a bigger fan than me. You can be a bigger fan than anybody. But I think I'm as into wrestling as it gets. Uh-huh. You know. Um, but I also understand. I understand why why someone's like ah, I'm not. I'm like not into this. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. in a way, mm-hmm. I understand. Because I think, like, if you didn't grow up as a kid, that's what was my point about the universe that I was saying. Is like, yeah, if you didn't grow up absorbing that universe. It's, I think, like, oh, to get into it takes some work. But I believe that work. anybody can become a massive fan of wrestling. And oh, I yeah. know people who have. Yeah. yeah like, like Taylor Orsi, she's been on the show. She's, yeah. uh, she's like a fairly new fan. Yeah, she's um, like a late fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that uh, something I've noticed is, like, I feel like there aren't a lot of people that, as adults, flip through the channels and they're like, oh, four ropes and a box. What is this? I feel like it takes, like, a super fan to kind of get kind of a later stage fan to become a fan yeah and also like we know what to show them and stuff if you just watched wrestling you like watched the match and you're like i like this i don't even know if honestly i could do that sure like that's yeah. not what i like i like wrestling it's all encompassing it has like story character superhero elements it has like literally everything that i'm into it checks right all the boxes of what well, gets yeah. me going even like like this match right here Jack is interweaving like this, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. beautiful you know, if bodies. If I was up into the channels and saw four ropes in a box, I'd say this is boxing, and I won't watch it. <laughs> but if I saw three ropes in a box, I'd be like, "Hey, that's wrestling." Yeah, I know my ropes. Uh, guys, I know my ropes. I'm not Cesaro. I, I meant that. <laughs> uh, I'm Bro- not Cesaro. Yeah. I can't count. Brock's taking off the gloves. Dangerous. Um, uh, I think you're right about the the universe being a part of it. Like as we've been doing this, uh, we're like thirty something episodes in right now, mm-hmm. and I've definitely like learned more and gone like, "Oh, I." kind of get what's going on is a way to appreciate it more but as a thing that happens on every single one of these episodes is somebody will offhandedly mention a match and then nick and joey go you have to see that that way you'll like more and there's so much to understand there's so much to consume that it's hard to come in it's hard to like penetrate like you could probably watch harry potter 3 without seeing any of them i, and go never. Like, I get it uh, i basically get what's going on mm-hmm. yeah uh, but like this i'm just like who why only but suplexes what, why only suplexes? what we have learned over time after doing this show for 37 some episodes too is that you said it's which something that we always knew but we're realizing how much bigger it is is the constant watching evolution week by week and the absorption that you talked about which is like yeah we can show you big match big match big moment big thing big deal right but it's also filling it in every week with yeah. raw and heat and smackdown and superstars yeah, and like and the, main and, event and the dirt sheets and the and dirt sheets and wwe.com interviews I'll, I'll and, and recap shows and all of these things that have been up and down throughout the year one of the best things about pro wrestling are the packages 
Yeah, oh, right? yeah, like great. that because I the, agree with that. The production, yeah, I know you're bar I do none. Agree you with love that. it. Yeah. And uh, uh, Jensen Carp was on my podcast, and he wrote for WB. Um, Comedians of Wrestling Podcast. Uh-huh. Check it out on iTunes. Subscribe. Don't get, forget it. Five star rating. Leave a nice rating, comment. We like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. wrestling. Yeah, yeah, I hate that I did that, but uh, uh, no, I don't. I also love it. <laughs> Promote. Send but, everybody but, um, over. Uh, he. And that's funny because it also made me forget my point. But <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, he said the guy who makes the packages there is like the biggest genius at WWE. I bet. Oh, you know? I agree with and, that. And he was like, that guy like sells everything. Well, and I agree. It's like because it's the, it's the pay-per-views are not what's the best about Raw. Pay-per-views right. are like the culmination of all, uh, yeah. uh, the pay-per-views, are the culmination of story. Yeah. So it's like if you're like, you got to see this match. Without the lead up that like Brock Lesnar's unstoppable, he doesn't even show up to Raw. He's you know what I mean. That video oh, yeah. editor at WWE, Thelma Shoemaker. Uh, and you All know right. what? Let's Great. go to a little bit of Thelma Shoemaker's uh, in, uh, work right now. I feel like I have a responsibility not only to live up to my potential and what people have built me to be, but to rise above it. I have family that have raised that bar, that standard. I'm trying to just nudge up against it. I'm trying to lift that bar as much as I can. That has got to be one of the all-time great Survivor Series performances. Reigns with 12 eliminations sets a new record for a Royal Rumble match. Biggest win of Reigns' career. The superstar of the year. Reigns has won the Royal Rumble. Roman Reigns is going to WrestleMania. I wanted to cut that in because actually when I was watching, I was like, oh, this is an interesting way to lead up to this story. I, I personally, I got a little bit annoyed at seeing uh, Roman Reigns again, take himself so seriously and be a hero because I know everybody hates him and I okay. kind of hate him, too. I've, all, everybody's hate has rubbed off on me, but I do get how they're like uh, portraying him as this like uh, uh, this hero, this underdog, this guy who's really going up against the odds. Like, I, yeah, I can appreciate that. But wait, 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 wait. But so you appreciate you 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 th- you, get, you buy the Reigns underdog story? No, I don't. I'm just saying I appreciate we're saying he the is strut. An attractive guy. He's got muscles. He's from who's a, a guy yeah. family with lineage you, and wrestling. Right. He's a guy that's if sold you, as an underdog. That's well, the farthest from it. Yeah, yeah so far. From if it. you if you Daniel Bryan's the underdog. Listen, I'm, all I'm saying is whoever put that together definitely read Robert McKee's story and was like, I know how to set up a hero it, it, uh, in a video package. In a video package. It wasn't yeah. Thelma Shoemaker. It was not Thelma Shoemaker. Yeah. Well, I think we all know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, right now we have Roman Reigns kind of coming back uh, with tempted Superman punch. It fails, but uh, he's kind of getting the upper hand I, here. What happened? Well, you're I there hate, live. What do you like in this moment? What's I just want to say in this moment, I hate nothing more. I don't know why it bothers me so much. I hate nothing more. Superman punch! Like just Michael Cole says it like every, it feels like it's every 10 yeah. milliseconds. Yeah. I mean, because you know what, though? I, I actually am a fan of the Superman punch. Not as much as the phenomenal forearm, oh. which is my favorite. Oh, it's, right uh, it's great. Uh, uh, it's the, wonderful and, uh, because of the pa- like the I hate the, the Superman punch. The Superman, yeah, I, I I I actually I don't mind it. Um, and I think Roman Reigns is really good at giving it. I, I actually think Roman Reigns is a great in ring wrestler. I really oh, yeah, like great. his matches. Yeah, he is a good. He's, he's a good wrestler. He's yeah. not bad. Yeah, in the in the right matches and the right scenarios with the right opponents. Most of the time he has good matches. Him and Sheamus at Extreme Rules had an awesome match. Yeah. yeah. And it was like Shame and Sheamus. They did have a good Sheamus is another underrated guy. Yeah. He's a great wrestler. Is. His character just sucks. Yeah, yeah. His character sucks. So okay, so now we're getting into the cash in. 
Yeah, we're coming up on, on the cash in. So, so. so this here, I'm I met this. Yeah. I don't know if any of you guys were there, but like, was not. The, I was. Yeah, Stephen. We went together. We were front row. Oh yeah, here he is. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, actually, let's let's cut in Seth Rollins uh, entering with his cash in case. Yeah. Like the audience is freaking out at Seth Rollins' money in the bank cash. Yeah, yeah. Minor thing, I don't it. like when they start Seth Rollins' music from the middle. Yeah, I don't either. I didn't like that. It, it doesn't hit as hard, and you need to start with those big drums. How crazy you know? were you going when 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 his music? We went out, insane, I but bet. it was also like everyone was like, "Yo, you think he's gonna do it? You think he's gonna cash in?" Once he lost, it was also like a through line of the whole night. It was like once he lost to Orton, you're like, yeah. "Wow, that makes it even a stronger case that he's gonna cash." Yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, like yeah, that's the he faced Randy Orton earlier in the night. Okay, in another match, and you're like, see. Oh man, I missed the curb stomp. I'll tell you that yeah, it was right a good now. Move. <laughs> that's a great move. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and something that's interesting about like whenever somebody's got the money in the bank cash in case, like they tend to lose a lot just because the WWE knows that they're going to win the title at some point and get all their heat back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, here it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is the creation of one of the. He's gonna, this guy's going to be one of the biggest wrestling superstars ever. Yeah, Seth, Seth Rollins. Rollins. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so just to recap for the audience, what just happened? So uh, Seth Rollins cashes in. There's a little bit of back and forth. Ultimately, <laughs> the audience looks so. Bummed. He runs away <laughs> right away. He runs up the ramp right away. Uh, That's yeah, what you got to do. No. Uh, ultimately, uh, Seth Rollins tries to get Roman Reigns out of the ring uh, to go pin Lesnar. Uh, it looks like he has it for a moment. Then Roman Reigns stops this pin, uh, and Rollins pins Roman Reigns to win uh, this title, which is I forgot the WWE. Uh, Unit heavyweight championship, yeah, the world, but, uh, yeah, uh, world, world heavyweight championship. championship. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, Rollins right here, guys. I, I I send this gif out to my friend Jif. It's a gif, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I send this that gif out to my friends. I call him all the time. It's my favorite. Like just any affirmation. I send this. Rollins spinning the belt. Spinning the belt. The belt. Oh, <laughs> it's so Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> my God. I love it. You know, Seth Rollins like wrestling. He's found so many ways to be unique and creative, and just yeah. like this character is so good and so strong. I, I I mean he's just like what wrestling's all about. Yeah, I love when uh, I, and Seth Rollins has a long-standing feud with uh, John Stewart, former host of The Daily Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, really. Like important. whenever they're in the it's same, great. I love The Daily Show. Yeah. This is a way to get me in. Yeah, John uh, Stewart like, screwed well, over. It exists John, for you. John yeah. Stewart screwed over John Cena. Yeah, like uh, when, like whenever they're in the same rooms, Rollins will always say like Stewart. Wow. Uh, like he's hosted like Daily Show knockoff segments that are just like designed to the make Rollins fun report. of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Like in, on, on WWE. Yeah, yeah, on oh, Raw. fuck. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. That's yeah. so weird. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm getting like, a little more interested. Like Rollins, yeah. Rollins has been on uh, The Daily Show, or he was on The Daily Show in Stu- uh, for a He's couple great. of the Stewart's yeah. last episodes. It yeah. Great. Huh, These fun. fireworks were awesome. I Actually, oh, when I Rollins imagine. won, when he when he won, I ripped my shirt off. <laughs> I, was, I have pictures of it. I, <laughs> I had to get a new Seth Rollins shirt immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ripped my Rollins shirt off. Hogan style. I just want to throw out there, like, this ending, I think... I think this might be a moment where I got worked a little bit. Like, I, I did with, you like him coming in and stealing it? It was just so surprising to me. I don't know that I like loved it or whatever, but I was so surprised by it. I was like, "Wow, that is crazy!" Because Seth Rollins beat Roman Reigns, and he 
Roman Reigns wasn't the champion, but he becomes the champion. I'm like, that's insane. That's how triple threat matches work. Yeah. Well, that shouldn't work that way. And you and, can't just because well, you don't understand the universe. <laughs> well, also, yeah, the universe. And also, you're like in Hogwarts, you don't know that you walk through a wall to get to the platform. No, you're like, no, why no, did no, you no. walk through the wall? Because you didn't watch number one. No, this makes sense. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, also, like, Seth Rollins is a bad guy. I'm a muggle, I guess. Like, Seth Rollins is a bad guy, so the way that he wins the title is, of course, going to be bullshit. Oh, he's a bad guy? Yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. I mean, you can't tell because the audience loves him and hates. Like, Roman Reigns is supposed to be the face. Uh, Brock Lesnar is supposed to be, like, the ultra bad guy. Seth Rollins is supposed to also be a bad guy. The audience hates Lesnar and loved everybody, or hates Roman Reigns and loved everybody else. And that booking was booked like that specifically because. Uh, Lesnar wasn't Lesnar was not pinned mm-hmm. so because Lesnar was not pinned uh, he he didn't get the loss yeah. so technically he's owed a re- like, like oh, for the so, booking it's like oh so, they're like setting so, up so a thing so their monster oh, dominant he, their monster dominant guy does their heel doesn't look weak yeah he didn't get pinned he still gets a rematch Reigns got pinned Reigns has a reason to hate Rollins and also still be in the title picture and now Rollins has been inserted and there's a new like there's there's a thousand angles that they I look see. at when it's like who oh. gets pinned who loses who does what interesting who wins there's 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 psychology in all of that okay. once again well, the fakeness playing into how awesome the stories can it's actually be. amazing how how intricate it, it really truly is that's well, how you can have uh that's how, like, you can have a... How can we uh, maximize a, the amount of storylines and things and returns we can get out of this one thing? Exactly. That's, that, I'm saying, like, that's how, uh, you know, in, in a show where they're like, it would be so interesting if this person is this pregnant character or, like, whatever, Phoebe on Friends, let's make her have twins. Right. <laughs> right? You're like, oh, that'd be awesome if there's well, twins and you could control that. Well, she had triplets. Uh, oh yeah, so, she uh, did have triplets. Well, that's uh, oh, yeah, thank you. That <laughs> then was, they went Monica and Chandler's surrogate mother had twins. Oh, yeah, oh, who's Ferris, right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> special guest referee. Time for yeah. that episode. <laughs> Time to start. Everybody loves Friends. Uh, it's it's alarming to me how much uh, Friends I've watched. It's, yeah, love it's Friends. Good. Everybody um, loves it. Yeah, my wife watches Friends like everybody every day friends. still. Really? I yeah. like it. I like friends. it. That's cool. Yeah, like Friends. It's her wrestling. It's and that's like I can see that. That's why I went to Friends exactly, but I didn't. I couldn't call up any specifics on friends because, uh, you know, not a big fan. But uh, well, I know people were like Degrassi is their wrestling. Yeah. Like, but, but I cool. see her. I'm like, I'm like, she's like, you're watching. There's more wrestling. She's like, there's so much wrestling. Yeah. Which, by the way, she's right. I agree. Yeah, much so much I agree. Wrestling. I agree Insane that amount. Drake in a wheelchair is my wrestling. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Uh, I think it's on. for everybody. Nick, commit. Commit. Um, Sorry. But, uh, <laughs> I feel like you're knows. really taking this note I gave Nick pretty hard. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> trying. Really trying. I would have hit harder if you just committed. You got to lean into that, John. But, uh, Stephen, another thing that they saved with this is like Brock Lesnar not getting pinned. He hasn't been pinned or submitted in probably like three, four years at this point. Yeah. And uh, so, like, when, like, even though he lost the title. Like him getting like beat clean in the middle of the ring by somebody in you know a year or two or whenever they do it is going to be a huge moment that they didn't waste on something like this. Yeah, and like that didn't take the pin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, like, so there's so many different like storyline things that like they've saved by ending it that way, and also yeah, created it created by ending that. I mean, way. I'll say like honestly, that is interesting to me. The possibilities created by that, I, I that it piques my interest just to go like, oh, what a fun 
uh, device. I don't know if it makes me love it more. Like I could get involved. Whatever, you can at least it, appreciate. What but I do. I'm like, oh, that is kind of cool. Like I don't know. I think of like movies or whatever that set up like interesting endings or sequels or whatever, mm-hmm. or even just like midpoints. I'm like, oh fuck, they just changed the game. Uh, that's interesting to me. And yeah, so like when, I, I do like that. When, yeah. And uh, you <clears throat> saw the um, you saw the WrestleMania 32 main event between Triple H and Roman Reigns. That was what this the was next year. That was, this that. was one Someone year. Someone chose after this. that. Uh, no, no, I think, oh, I think I, he no, came over sorry. and saw WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the match was yikes. I was also there. That was <laughs> like, oh man, yeah. we just had fun. Now we're not having fun. Yeah, oh, that's so it's right. like, it was yeah, a yeah. room of disappointed men. Just, yeah, so uh, like after this match, burritos. you know, you ripped your shirt off because you were so like hyped by the end <laughs> yeah. of that. After the end of Triple H versus Roman Reigns, you were car. probably like, well, I'm just gonna go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, time well, to leave. And also, this is another thing we're not painting. Is like we went into WrestleMania 31. We were all. Like driving to the uh, the re- arena. What do you call that? A football stadium? Yeah, yeah, football yeah, stadium. Probably, sure. yeah, yeah. Which is uh, that's a terrible stadium, by the way. But anyway, oh really? Yeah, it's so boring. But this and also it's like yeah. so far outside of San Francisco, even uh, though it's where the 49ers play. Yeah. It has like oh, yeah. no personality to it. And we were in the sun. Like the sun was burning us <laughs> the until l- the sun went down, and then we were like fine. But yeah, the, yeah, we, the lighting point, was weird. It, it almost makes it feel like not so eventy when it's yeah. like outside and it's so bright out all day. But it makes the fireworks dope. Sure. And also, actually, up. when you see sunlight on wrestlers in a ring, it does feel like this yeah. is different. It's yeah. uh, cool. It did feel different. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, translate cool. as well. On Sorry, TV. there's uh, nothing cooler than the but Undertaker's entrance in broad. <laughs> no, that, that was the other thing. We kept being like, "When's that match gonna happen?" Because it was so light out. Yeah. And it just happened when it was light out. The sun was down at the end of that match. Yeah, but uh, um, but I'm saying we were driving to the. Uh, <laughs> I still don't know what to call it. The football stadium, <laughs> and um, we no one was that excited. Like we were yeah. like we no one cared about this card at all. The main event of Lesnar Reigns was like, ugh, like we everyone this is the pinnacle of hating Roman Reigns. Not I to hate mention, him a lot less oh, yeah. now. Yeah. Not to mention everybody from people who were there that weekend to watching around the world on TV, everybody's wad had already been blown by fucking Nakamura Zane. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was no, at yeah. that also. Yeah. Like Jesus, everybody's that, was, that wasn't before this. No. This was triple A. This is that San Jose. Was, yeah. This is no, I'm talking about. Oh wait, are you not talking about? He's the talking next about. Year? He's talking about. Yeah, I was talking about. Oh, you're talking about one. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I, 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 I was at the, the NXT year. San Jose yeah. event, but even yeah, that yeah. was. We watched. Uh, Th- that wasn't televised. I thought you were talking that about because you, w- you went to the last two WrestleManias, right? Yeah, I go yeah. to every Wrestle. Me and my best friends, uh, uh, we we made like kind of like a pact that like yeah. we're going to every WrestleMania. What happened was we had tickets for WrestleMania 30, and uh-huh. that was the year we're like we're gonna go every year. And then we had them, and we're like, eh, I can't get out to New Orleans that we get. You know, it's really hard. And then that was like the best WrestleMania. Ever. Oh yeah, <laughs> and we yeah. like regretted it so hard, and then we're like, <laughs> now we're going every year. Like we're already like uh, going to Orlando. We're already 30 is the one you for- didn't go to. Yeah. Ooh. And then I went to 31, which turned out to be great, though. Yeah, 31 was good. Yeah. Yeah. 32 I went to, which was just insane in Cowboy Stadium. Right. But like... But what was the energy like after the end of Triple H versus Terrible. Reigns? I mean, it was yeah. like a hu- literally a hundred thousand, hundred and one, close to a hundred two thousand people. And it was like, this match was so boring. The only moment that popped is when Reigns speared uh, Stephanie. Sure. Yeah, that was That fine. moment popped. But I was more excited after yeah. the match when Triple H and Stephanie were, they were walking up the ramp holding hands like mm-hmm. after the cameras uh. turned off. And it was just broadcasted onto the, <laughs> the massive screen they have at the Dallas Cowboy yeah. Stadium. You just love love. And I, <laughs> I, I just, I, they're awesome. They're just cool. I don't know. Yeah. But, but I, but I, yeah, I have to imagine it's like, and everybody saw it coming at home too. It's like, well, we got to go through the motions yeah. so we can get to the 
and the there outcome were no, that we know is and coming. there were no possibilities created by Reigns no. winning the title. No, it, it had was to just happen. like it was whatever. just like I guess they're going to feud or he'll feud with the authority or whatever. Mm. Like whereas this, there were so many possibilities created yeah. by it. For the corner they painted themselves in, it did need to happen so we can fucking move on with our yeah. lives. We the thing I will say is that that WrestleMania felt so much better in person than watching at home. Like I felt like people at home were pretty seemed disappointed. Though my, I have a lot of friends who are casual fans. They're like Pearlstein doesn't like. He doesn't like wrestling. I have friends who like loved it in the Attitude Era and now have dipped out. Sure. And they that WrestleMania they loved. Like I felt hmm. like it was a WrestleMania for casual fans. Like they loved like, oh, the rocks with a flamethrower. You know, Jesus Christ. Like, you know The Rock can't the Rock is too cool for a flamethrower. Yeah, yeah that was really the realized. only person in the world who gets less cool when they lame. start using a flamethrower. The flame feeling thrower. there was like he was like he he went to go get it and you're like, what is he doing? Yeah. Oh all right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Sure. Plus you could read that it said like we saw the thing. Yeah, you knew it. It was we saw them wheel it out. We're like, what's he gonna do with that? I had enough time to be like, Oh, that's he's gonna light that on fire. Uh-huh. That's going to be dumb. And, and it was. And yeah. did it. But then the six-second match, Bray Wyatt saved that segment, I thought. Yeah, that was He fun. did. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. it then was they, cool. Then they buried him again. So. Yeah. Well, they're burying him again tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's going to be great. We got uh, okay, I still can't uh, believe he's never won any title. Am I derailing title. this podcast? No, no, no. no, we're no, just, no I still no, can't right. believe he's never won any title. So uh, let's go around Not and go to, and do uh, ratings for this match. Uh yeah, uh, Nick, you want to start? I Nick, love. Start look, this is not a bad match. This is yeah. really. We'll uh, do one out of five suplex city bitches. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, suplex city bitches. Those are the one out of five ladies who live in suplex city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't like being called that. No, they don't. But that's what we're calling them. <laughs> suplex city bitches are here, man. Oh my god, that we got to put on the next show. Yeah, the, the suplex, suplex city bitches. The suplex city bitches. <laughs> uh, okay, Royal Rumble uh, weekend. I'd like a co-credit yes, on that one. That's for. Yeah. Whatever this is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll give you a Coca-Cola for that one. I'll take it. Um, again, this match is, is is really good. Even with before Rollins comes in, like I was enjoying it. Ra- Reigns doesn't look bad in this match. A- again, I know that as much as we hate Reigns, we don't hate the guy. It's just No, I hate the guy. It's just it's 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 <laughs> what he's been given. It's what he's dealt, it's what he's told to do. It sucks. Yeah. But they had a good match. There's there's the it's palpable of how exciting it was. Lesnar's awesome. The dominance at, at the time he is, he's at his peak, his pinnacle. Yeah. This company, even he's physically, he looks amazing. He looks oh yeah. In this match. He's unstoppable. Oh, so good. Love it. Uh, so I'm already thinking it's like a three somewhere around four in there. And then it's like, then Rollins comes out, cashes in surprise of the night, maybe surprise of the year. Uh, huge thing that happens. I love it. Rollins cashing in is amazing. I marked the fuck out when it happened. Yeah. Well, did you keep your shirt on? I took my pants off. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotta... So between us, we were naked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he didn't take him off. He, like, ripped them off. He ripped his jeans off. Yeah, yeah. He was that high. Watch Just me grow. wear away pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I got to say, I mean, I, I loved the ending. It's amazing. I'm going to give it a four point. I'm going to give it a 4.6. Nice. Out of, out of five suplex city bitches stuff. Out of five suplex right. city bitches. Yeah, uh, I'd agree with that. I think I'm leaning toward a 4.5 suplex city bitches. Uh, it's just—it's <laughs> a match where like the build was I'm awful, sorry. but like the match itself felt very like WrestleMania main event worthy. Like I was excited about this it match, absolutely and like, felt big and, like I like. It didn't matter if it was real or fake because, like, I cared about everything. Yep. And I think that that's something that, like, oftentimes WWE programming or, like, really any wrestling show, like, the main event feels arbitrary. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. of course, this is, like, the natural progression of this thing. But there's not, like, excitement about it. It's just, like, oh, you did the homework assignment of finishing that feud off. Right. And, like, 
you know, the match was very hard, hard hitting. Uh, the crowd did their part. Uh, you know, the atmosphere of like audience members attacking Roman Reigns as he walked to the ring was just insane. And like, this is post uh, Lesnar beating Cena. Yeah, obviously. So it's like there was at least the idea of like how much is he going to dominate, which yeah. made it unpredictable but there was there was that and there was also the genuine fear of like or maybe he's not maybe roman reigns is going to beat him clean one two three in the middle of the ring right and, and like that, those nerves kind of yeah, yeah yeah it's just like it was a match that was like filled with nerves and i was like worked in a way that i loved yeah and um you know like so with that in mind and it just being a great match yeah totally 4.5 suplex city bitches what do you suplex think city, dan bitches. we got 4.6 4.5 all right this might be a semi-hot take uh-oh Ooh. i'm gonna give this match a five out of five. I'm wow. going to give this a perfect score for me, for my personal taste in wrestling. Yeah. This is WrestleMania main event that had I had no expectations of becoming a match that I walked away being like, wow, had a cash in. It created my favorite wrestler yep. of the current moment. Yeah. Um, I loved I loved the swerve at the end. I love when I'm when I'm worked with pro wrestling. Yeah, I love it. I think the storytelling of the match was awesome. I, when I was I was there live, which also helps. It's like an actual memory mm-hmm. of mine. Um, I think uh, I think when in in the in the moment. Brock Lesnar coming out, giving the F five right away, establishing his dominance over yeah. a guy who's. Pretty close in size. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you really think about it. Sure. You know, I mean, when you include the bulletproof vest, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's putting on at least 90 pounds of of vest. So I think that, uh, I think that they should call it, when they do the Roman Reigns documentary, they just call it 90 pounds of vest. Well, it's a Roman Reigns story. You know, if he's not wearing that vest, he would float away. Oh, yeah. Uh, Blow in the wind. Such a puffy Samoan. But, uh, uh, is that racist? I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Shame on you. I don't know. I don't understand. If you thought that was racist, uh, give us a tweet at YSLW podcast. Yeah. Hashtag racist. Um, um, I, yeah. Well, uh, they weren't related. I just threw in his ethnicity at the end for fun. Wow. So, oh, Reigns, 265 pounds. Uh, Lesnar, 266. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's Although, insane. That, no, I'm not sure if that's Lesnar's more than that. Yeah, all, yeah. Of, all of Lesnar's uh, vest weight is in his Jimmy John shorts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All, it's all cold cuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just carries loose meat with him everywhere. <laughs> um, uh, Lesnar walks around closer to like 280, 290. They talk about it Probably. in UFC all the time. He he weighs 265. Oh, he cuts. Uh, that's yeah. the on UFC heavyweights. You yeah. can't be fighting heavier than 265. So, okay, he's uh, a he gets down to 265. Got it. So, uh, uh, yeah, Think so of how he, dehydrated he is when he weighs he, it. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so sucked out of the last Take fight. a couple slices of turkey out of your pocket. Ooh. So that to me, this just this just like hits all the crowns of what I like wrestling. It's a lot more. It's not just oh that was a good match. It was like this all this story really worked for me. I walked away very satisfied. It was WrestleMania 31 and it ended awesome. And I was there to me. That's why I chose this match. And Seth Rollins won, who I love, and he's hell yeah. Since then, what went on to such greatness that this moment has to be. This has to be. This is wrestling perfection for me, which might be sad, but it is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting uh, hearing your take on it and here, actually hearing what you guys think a little bit about it uh, certainly got me a little more interested. Like I admit, I, I got I think I got worked uh, towards the end uh, with that that cash in that was interesting to me. I don't like any of these guys, though. I'll say that like none of them like excited mm. me. I think maybe if you watched them all more, I could get more involved and maybe find somebody who's like my guy. Um but yeah, like it, uh, some of it felt a little one note to me. I, I kind of, I don't know, like I, like I said, I saw a lot of suplexes that gets a little weird, but it, 
That's interesting how you say it. Um, you know, Roman Reigns lost this match, but I think the real loser is Seth Rollins for having to go on the Today Show the next day mm-hmm. after uh. this. Um, so uh, <laughs> I think flew to New York, did the Today Show, and flew right back to do Raw. Yeah, and was late to Raw. I think too. it's insane. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that poor guy. Um, that so is pretty crazy. I think ultimately, uh, I think I'm gonna. You know, yeah, I don't know. The, the last part interested me, and your takes on it are, are certainly interesting. I think that's gonna give me. Uh, 2.5. 2.5. Wow. That's, yeah. Okay. That's, that's fair. That's, that's, uh, that's, so I guess I did a bad job, right? That's how this, that's how the podcast works? No, honestly, no. like... You that's can't do point, a worse job than Steven does every we, episode. Like, yeah. 2.5 is an okay score. Three, three is, like, the highest I've ever done. No, I think no, you might have gave... Mc, you, I think you gave, like, McFoley, Hell in a Cell, three, you gave... Uh-huh. Uh, Col- out of respect you for... You gave it, something like a three or even a four something. You gave, I think, Colt Cabana versus a robot for... Oh, yeah, that was pretty funny. Oh, yeah, you gave Colt Cabana versus Robot. That was pretty funny. Yeah, Yeah, great. I like that. Dan, thanks for giving uh, giving us that match. Yeah, it was great. Um, I like it. uh, We also showed Stephen the end of Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton from SummerSlam 2016. This match took took place in August of 2016, and it ended when Brock busted Randy Orton open hard way Mm -hmm. with stiff elbows to the head. At the time of the match, even the wrestlers weren't sure where sports entertainment ended and reality began. Let's go to a clip of that. This is just bare bones trying to bust up your opponent. That's Uh, a lot Looking to open up Orton with those elbows. This is just pure malice. Randy Orton isn't moving. Look at this. Kyoto. Oh wow. Oh my god. Corey, you guys mentioned it. Those those elbows, those slashing elbows. You catch one of those elbows, it'll open you right up. That's just evidence. Yeah, uh, I guess we just wanted to show you this to show you how insane Brock Lesnar is. Now, this is also coming back. Um, uh, Lesnar had just done his, 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 he just did his Two UFC fight. Two weeks before fight, this, he was fighting in the UFC. And yeah. he got popped for steroids within that time. Yeah. Like they said, he had performance enhancing shit. Uh, Steven, do you think that blood's real? Yeah, sure, it's real. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. So are you having a tough time watching this one, too? Yeah. I don't think Joey gave you, I don't think you gave him a long enough clip. But Yeah, it, it was a short clip that we watched of uh, just a pool of blood coming out of, is this Randy Orton? Yeah. yeah. And the audience instantly, like as soon as that pool came, the audience just goes, oh! Yeah, it's like somebody turned on a little hose. She's <laughs> like, yeah, hey, there's the squirt. <laughs> So yeah. you were able to watch this blood gushing? Um, I mean, yeah. Like, I know you uh, don't love blood. I don't. Yeah, I don't love it. I think that. Uh, yeah, that that's something that kind of like got me stopped watching UFC for a little bit. I was like, I just don't like all this. Like uh, we like showed him uh, Guerrero yeah. versus JBL at Judgment Day. Revealed. Like some yeah, really yeah, crazy. That's the artery. And there was the a point, and Stephen had to stop. Like right when the cut happened, Stephen was like, "Nope, I'm done." I don't. I don't like. Yeah, I don't like uh, gory stuff. It does bother me. Well, the weird uh, thing about blood is, I like blood like theatrically. I like when you can get that perfect. It looks almost like not dangerous crimson mask. Just sure. like you know in an I mean? improv show when you get like a, a horror when movie, you hit a per, sure. when you hit a perfect gusher during an improv show. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, dude, I bladed yeah. last Thursday in an improv show. Yeah, oh, I was man. on Herald Night and I just bled everywhere. <laughs> Came off yeah, the yeah, back yeah. wall. The second yeah. group, second group game. Saying, I just hit yeah. the ground. I sweep at it, blood everywhere. <laughs> Ultimately, I agree with you. That there's so much more to be done. It's part of the reason I like that other match too. That that you can look strong and right. you can have great storytelling without like putting making an audience like wildly uncomfortable sure which it yeah. was really hot during the attitude era, you know during the ECW era and but all this that was stuff. mired in controversy Stephen because yeah. people legitimately thought that 
uh, uh, Lesnar was pissed off about his his uh, UFC suspension or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah suspension. His, getting popped for steroids. And at this point, he had sort of been like kind of shit talking some people and things. And there's been there was backstage chatter in the dirt sheets that like he's not happy and he's going to go out there and do what he wants no matter what. And the wrestlers were mad at Lesnar because people are getting suspended for 30 day suspensions for uh, their own wellness policy. While yeah, Lesnar's Lesnar's above all rules, basically getting popped by like the FDA and still coming in and being like, well, I'm going to wrestle at SummerSlam and nobody's going to stop. Like Lesnar will yeah. just like drop an F-bomb during a promo. Normally people would get fined for that, but Lesnar specifically has it in his contract that he can just kind of do whatever and not yeah. get in trouble. And lately he's been, whether we're getting worked or not, as far as we know, has been kind of a jerk. Yeah. yeah. So he's coming into this match and Orton's coming back from like injury and people are, are don't know where the line blurs between is this sports entertainment or is this a shoot? Is this happening? Because when he busted him open, people were like, was that supposed to happen? Because that's a big pool of blood. And it's yeah. WWE doesn't really let happen anymore. Yeah, like the WWE doesn't allow blade jobs. Um, I, like usually whenever there's a big pool of blood like that, like doctors rush the ring and instantly glue the guy up. Yeah. Um, like which never happened in the Attitude Era. And like something that's so crazy about this match is that like Chris Jericho was like waiting at sort of the entrance to the. Uh, and this is to, confirmed. This is even confirmed real. real, not on camera. Uh, Chris Jericho was waiting sort of at the curtain position. He was yelling at an official because like he thought that Lesnar just did this. So yeah, he was he like, he, the end of the he was basically saying like, oh, that's bullshit that somebody did it. Mm-hmm. He said that right as Brock Lesnar walked through the curtain and Brock Lesnar just heard him say this is bullshit and thought he was talking about the match. Uh, and they like sad. legit had like a very near coming to blows moment Brock Lesnar and Chris Jericho they just because like yeah because they just got so heated about the end of this match and so that only added to like the controversy <laughs> of like was it real was it not and like uh, Randy I don't know what I don't know what Lesnar was thinking Jericho would kick his ass oh yeah, yeah Jericho was Jer- honestly like he beat Goldberg Jericho's beat a lot of <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah oh yeah he beat The Rock and Stone Cold in the same yeah yeah at the same time he's the first undisputed world champion yeah yeah he was in Fozzie yeah 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 Fozzie's really they rock really hard. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, they rock so hard. hard. I thought you just said he was in Benghazi. <laughs> like, yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't yeah, stop the whole thing. <laughs> he's part of Benghazi. But, um, but yeah, like, it's, it's just such a crazy end to a match because, like, even Randy Orton says in interviews, like, uh, like, they asked me to do it, and I said yes. Maybe I wouldn't say yes if they asked me to do it again. Yeah, because he figured that he would get busted open but he did not expect it nor it was just anybody, like i'm sure to be there. yeah it was just like hey brock lesnar do you think you can cut like randy orton open with your elbows and lesnar was like oh yeah i know how to do that props yeah. to randy orton though like to be to just be, for taking like, like to vin for vince and them to be like <sighs> oh look listen we uh we want you to take it hard way will you take a fucking elbow it was so hard it was it was yeah. it's, it's it's too much you know to me it's I, unfathomable I, to me to yeah, say, will you take, elbows are, yeah will you take elbows unprotected hurt. elbows to your head from brock lesnar with his goal being to bust you open in the hopes that and you're not allowed to fight back like you were saying if you yeah i don't know if you could pay me eight million dollars oh god yeah i'd do it for nine it just it <laughs> just pours out of them yeah, yeah instantly that's a bummer uh i mean at the same time it's i don't know to me he got not like nine staples to his head by the way yeah it's not a, it's not really it's it's not really an exciting finish for the fans who were there. Yeah. I have friends who were there who were just like, what? Like, what happened? Yeah. It was They're like, oh, did he die? Ending. It was like, oh, you know. <laughs> and, but at the same time, you're like, oh, but I guess that's kind of like next level storytelling, right? We were we were yeah. watching it with uh, Chad Damiani and a couple other people live. Uh, and I, it was shocking and a downer ending. But we were all also kind of into it because we just like everybody, it's like, what just happened? 
I had to. Re- I didn't know the blood was real while I was watching live. Yeah, I had to rewind because I was like, it's so much blood that I was like, almost in my head, just being like, this is fake. Like, why would they? <laughs> why would they put so much blood? Yeah. And then I, when I watched it back, I was like, wow, that's. In, it's it's insane, but it's a dangerous precedent. It is. It's like where this is where Lesnar needs to go now to be exciting. Yeah, you know where before it was like, you the know, where we, in the other the Suplex City was working. I don't know. He's got to find a new angle that's not I guess, yeah, just next, busting open other guys. It's, next, it they're going to have too a, dangerous. They're going to have a wood chipper match. Uh, yeah, it, it seems like a, a cheap way to. Uh, tell a story. Create it's just, controversy. It's not. It's not. Whatever. It's not that interesting to me. Uh, blading or beating somebody up. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Do more work than just I don't know this this shortcut that doesn't really do anybody any favors. Yeah, like I like to be entertained. I don't. Sure. I'm not watching wrestling. Like there is a part of me that's watching wrestling because I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a like they're fighting each other, and I want to like believe it's a fight and get lost in that reality. Mm-hmm. Sure, but I ultimately want to watch it to be entertained. When it starts being like, I don't know. When it starts being like, this guy might be hurt is when it starts being like uncomfortable. It's a sure. fine line because I want to be like, oh, that's strong, but that's when I don't love the, when people are like, oh, strong style, and I'm like, look at his knees, and I'm like, well. I don't know. I mean, there's other wrestlers who give more exciting moves. I don't care that the phenomenal forearm probably has no impact. Sure. You know, when it hits, because it looks cool. Right. I like moves to look cool more than, like, have styles clash. That looks cool. The impact of it is nothing. Yeah, it's literally yeah. nothing. You could give that to your little brother cool. on, on a, the pavement. <laughs> well, like, but it looks cool. Great. And this is something to uh, give to give Steven some points. He's used the term a few times that, like, there are points in wrestling where it breaks instead of bends. Like, the reality of it yeah and i will admit that like that like the end of SummerSlam broke for me and that like they yeah. just felt like it was a bit broke, too much as opposed to bend yeah that's yeah perfect that's exactly yeah. what i'm saying that's yeah, yeah right but i feel like this is gonna be where we're headed when we start talking about a guy like shinsuke and we start being like his knees are so it's like oh his knees they're really hitting and that's why we like it not because it looks super awesome we like it because we th- it's like oh that looks like it's hitting right and then I'm like well and then there's some guys well, in PWG he's, he's one of the guys who does make it look awesome and interesting there are guys who they just do it I'm saying it, going for that sure sure is like yeah. the go- is not really the goal whatever AJ Styles is going for is what I'm into yeah, I get that yeah you know what I mean I can see that. or like Saber Junior I like what Saber Junior's going into like where it's like oh he's gonna do a lot of technical holds he's gonna that's gonna look really cool that's what I'm personally into I get that. as opposed to like Oh, it looked. He, it felt like he really hit him. That yeah. I'm not that. Interested. But I, I think there, it's like like strong. What strong style is is it's hitting people really hard in safe places. Yes. So yeah. like strong style doesn't. I mean, I I like some like strong I got style matches. Slapped fifty times. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that's that's. I'm the king of strong styles. <laughs> like oh Solomon Crow, uh, Sammy Callahan. Yeah. yeah, I've watched him wrestle live a couple of times. Uh, he's like way better than WWE gave him credit for. Sure. Like, you know, he's a way better wrestler. But sometimes he does things where you're like, oh, you're just like trying to die or something like that's what it feels like i'm like yeah. that's really exciting Slow but it's like down, you're like throwing yourself onto like a pile of chairs where yeah. it's like you could easily just snap your neck the thing is that sometimes you just don't it doesn't feel like there's a control there yeah and yeah. i might be wrong i don't understand that i don't understand enough but sometimes i go like Oh, that was awesome, but I'm also watching a guy like it's like watching a car crash. It is. Which I don't necessarily need. Yeah, yeah, it's like you don't want to watch somebody necessarily get like permanently hurt. Yeah. Like like, it's fun to watch guys look like they got hurt. Or something where it's Which by the way, I watched D Lo Brown get paralyzed in front of me. I was in 
the cut Nassau Coliseum and then have Wait, it. you mean Draws? Draw, I'll be Draws. Sorry, I watched From D'Lo, D'Lo Brown. Brown. I watch him paralyze Draws. Sorry to cut Fuck. you off. I saw that, so I might be... That might yeah. be it might be traumatic for me oh, where like God. I watched that and was like that wasn't cool and then sure. you remember Owen Hart dying we were watching that live all my friends in high school around just, the TV oh, and we like, were too yeah. yeah despite Dan's exasperated yelling tears are just streaming out of his eyes <laughs> <laughs> and like and that was hey Dan would you commit I please? can yes end this bit but we are, I am talking about a real death of Owen Hart commit <laughs> and they just and they just continued Sorry, Smackdown good. after that draws thing that's so insane to me. Like yeah. that was like that was yeah. not that was I guess, like what do you do when there's a full arena of people not, forget about the yeah, people yeah. at home they're all there and like it might cause more panic to not keep the show going. Oh yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So there's something to that. Just, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I think uh, I think it's just interesting. Like I I wonder this, and I I agree. It's like I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but I wonder like is that the average wrestling fan and if it is or like are, yeah, are you delivering the right message about what the product is and what they expect like are some people just going like oh that guy got fucked up awesome uh like that seems like hopefully not what the goal is but i but i think like what you're saying like, like strong style and like these and this ending here like oh is that promoting a maybe a more violent version of it yeah it's same thing in ufc like i'm a big ufc fan uh more way more of a wrestling fan i got into ufc because of when lesnar <laughs> yeah <laughs> So that's when the I Lesnar started crossover. watching. Yeah, <laughs> the, my first UFC pay per view was Mirror yeah. Lesnar one. Oh, that's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Mirror, you know, yeah. let's, get, let's get that straight. But, uh, <laughs> but even that, like, there's some matches that just make me uncomfortable. Like, and then people are like, "That was a war. That was amazing." And I was like, "That wasn't amazing. That was two guys who couldn't knock each other out or finish this fight, and yeah. then it got dirty for no reason. It got sloppy. Sure. Yeah. And it got slippery with blood and sweat because yeah. it was like we couldn't technically do it. Yeah. Obviously, there's exceptions to that rule, but sometimes you're like, all right, well, maybe these guys aren't that good because they can't finish each other. Yeah, uh, you know what that, I mean? There's like something Frankie that. Edgar is like, uh, although I do love him. I don't know. Anyway, sorry, I'm derailing. Uh, Somebody okay. else talk. I'll put the mic down. I, uh, so <laughs> so uh, I didn't necessarily want to like, we don't, we don't have to like rate that. I, I think it's an interesting that. conversation. Yeah. Um, I give it five staples. I, uh, five out of five, the Lesnar. Yeah, uh, the the Lesnar. So, uh, I just get everything five out of five. Yeah, let's just do it. Uh, a lot of people know that Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan are wrestling personalities, but not a lot of people know that they're also great at improv comedy. In this segment, we invited our special guests, Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan, to do an improv set uh, with You Should Love Wrestling's own Stephen Perlstein. Holy shit. It's the wow. triple threat of improv. So now we take you to uh, comedy theater. Uh, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for coming out. Uh, this place doesn't even have a set. <laughs> Let me tell you something, dude. I've been doing improv my whole life, brother. Well, okay. Your improv uh, it's a, a likely triplet, is what we're called. Uh, thank you again for coming out. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, of course. We'll take a one. I want to change the title to the okay to the the, the improv maniacs. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the improv maniacs. Hogan's got it in his contract if, for this if, team. If I can also can whatever just he maybe wants. suggest one team name. Yeah. Can we go with? The steak wraps. This, okay. Um, I mean, that's kind of between you guys. Like, I'm cool with whatever. I love protein, so I'm cool with it. I'm going to go. Although, with... I'm thinking about pasta mania. Oh! <laughs> sure, you're, you're a fan. I've been there, Hulk. 
restaurant. Good restaurant. The pasta maniac. Good restaurant. Um, I have one. Damn Atkins. All right. You have one in my house. God damn. All right. So we're either pasta it. mania, steak wraps, uh, uh, the re- the improv maniacs, uh, or a, a likely triplet. Uh, anyway, thank you again for coming out. We'll take a suggestion, a one word suggestion. Anything Let me else? tell you something quick before we start, dude. Sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I've been. I, I got a note from my improv teacher, Ben Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> UCB, it's a 401 class that I ask too many questions. I'll let you know that I'm working on it. Dudes. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. Uh, Vince, do you any no, notes that you got? Well, I just want to know, before we, before we start the improv, uh, who, who wrote the scene? Uh, yeah, so uh, that's a good question. Actually, everything you're going to be seeing on this stage tonight is made up, inspired by a suggestion that comes from the audience. We're okay, so it. it's pre-written. Uh, it's, uh, Vince, don't ask questions. <laughs> But I need to know what what what, what script we're reading. For. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna kind of go off the cuff, see what comes up. Well, uh, now I'm confused. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's fun, right? It's fun. I already and, don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Uh, okay. We're gonna take a suggestion of absolutely anything at all to get uh, us started. Submarine. Submarine. Thank you. Thank uh, you. All right. I step out. <laughs> oh, hold my knee here. Uh, what you gonna do when the submarine? Goes down in the water with you, brother. <laughs> Steven tries to step out. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You don't have to ask uh, for permission. Hey, hey, Hulk. Mm. Uh, we're, we're in a submarine. Okay. Yeah. What you gonna do in this submarine? <laughs> I think right. we're gonna have to right. batten down the hatches, and the missiles are gonna be. Like, let's see, swipe it. <laughs> swipe it. That was good. That was really good. Why missiles? Why don't <laughs> missiles Steven just run in front of us? <laughs> okay. What are you doing? Just, uh, yeah, that's, the scene's over. So you got. Well, we're closer. still in a submarine. Yeah, uh, we're gonna do another scene. All now. right, we're gonna do another scene in a submarine. Give <laughs> us, <laughs> all right, let's do another submarine. <laughs> scene. Another <laughs> submarine uh, scene. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's still submarine. Thank you, audience. We don't need anything else. Uh, submarine commando. <laughs> a new movie coming out. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Submarine command. I look forward to it, dude. Uh, I look forward to it. Well, thank you so much, studio executive, for uh, telling me about your new movie coming out. Uh, it's got a submarine in it. Great. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> okay. What you gonna do when you're in a submarine well, with Vincent Kelly and man right here in the Silver Dome? That's a good. That's a good question. What are you gonna do? I think I'll I'll probably be fine. It seems. Who here wants to see a submarine? They love. They, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, uh, let's cut to the Monday inside. Night Raw. All right, we're gonna cut to the inside of that submarine. We're in the submarine, dude. Okay. And right, well, what do we? Ooh, yeah. yeah. So, ooh, ooh, Captain. Ooh, ooh, Captain. Oh, oh, oh I'm Captain, shaking the submarine. The submarine's the leaking. Shaking. The submarine's leaking. The, the submarine's leaking. Well, don't worry. I'll plug it with these two 20-inch pythons. Look, what are you gonna it. do, brother? Oh, in his arms, and we're saved. Sub- I am the submarine commando. <laughs> the day's been saved, and now we can all eat our steak wraps. Mm-hmm. We cut to Rocky Three. <laughs> He's punching him. He's punching him. <laughs> They're having a match in a <laughs> submarine. Let's do this for you. Let's do it. That's supposed to be Stallone. Yeah, that's a terrible Stallone. Don't call it out. That's not. Um, All right, thanks for coming to the UCB Theater. <laughs> <laughs> we got shows seven nights a week. Check out the website, ucbtheater.com. Shows and classes. Thank you. When does the scripted portion of the improvisation start? I'm ready to start, dude. Wait, are we filming this? 
I never know when I'm being filmed. Oh, I got it. <laughs> All right, Hulk. All right, so the improv starts now. Action! All right, so I'm banging my friends once. Oh, yeah. sounds good. <laughs> Which one of you guys is black? I got a couple of words. <laughs> words yeah, yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, we can't push oh, any black guys. Oh, God. Uh, oh, fuck, a bus just drove into this theater and killed Hulk Hogan. And ah! My leg! Uh, Ooh, leg! Feels like a good device for a finishing maneuver. Oh, dude. What if you just sat down? I love it. My finishing maneuver is sitting down. I gotta get back to Connecticut. Hulk, good to see you. Yeah. Uh, Steven, you were. Hey, can I. Can can you hire me back? (laughs) Call me in two weeks. Call me in two weeks. This will settle in two weeks. Yeah, I think it's it's pretty much over. Uh, Thanks, Mr. Man Hulk Hogan. Ah! Leaving! That was the triple threat of improv. Maybe we'll do it again. Um, yeah. I now, thought it was a pretty good scene. Yeah, I thought they did great. Yeah, Dan, uh, Nick, okay. welcome back. Steven, uh, you were okay. It was Vince and Hulk really shine. Um, honestly, I I'm they not. they get improv. <laughs> yeah, they, they really, I, you kind of, sometimes you just step back and let the stars do what they do, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And now, because we love your questions, it's time for us to answer some of wrestling's greatest Rey Mysterios. <laughs> at Norman Q tweeted at us, I'm pretty sure Joey from YSOW Podcast is my long lost twin brother. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, what that guy looks like. Whoa. That's what I look like. Yeah. I'd buy it. Yeah, what do you think, Dan? Is this uh, Joey's long-lost twin brother? He's got a weird, uh, like, reddish-brown beard. He's got the glasses, the short hair, receding hairline. Yeah, he yeah, looks yeah. very alive. <laughs> that, that guy looks very alive in that photo, and Joey looks very dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like he looks like he probably uh, is more active than I am. <laughs> Joey has the eyes of a shark. Yes. You know, you know, what, you know why you look dead in that photo, Joey? Soylent. Uh, oh yeah, I'm yeah, almost done with Soylent. Is, uh, this is Joey's bro- long lost brother. Yeah, my yeah. answer is yes. Yeah, this it's is, the Soylent. This is it. Yeah, I'll buy this it. So uh, at Big Boss Fan at Norman Q. Everyone right? has a long lost brother. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, and you found okay. yours. I got yeah. a couple. I'm trying to get him. Yeah, uh, at Norman Q. I'm definitely your long lost brother. Um, I love you, bro. You guys look like you could be uh, Heath Slater's kids. <laughs> yeah, and Heath Slater's our dad. That's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's got a lot of kids. He's got forty oh, kids. Man. Yeah. I, uh, at Norman Q, thanks for tweeting that at us. Yeah, uh, thank you. Continue to live your life brightly. Yeah, uh, I don't know. We should hang out, bro. It's been a while. Um, <laughs> uh, if you're a wrestling fan and you have questions for Steven, or if you're not a wrestling fan and you have questions for Nick and I, shoot us an email at youshouldloverestling at gmail.com or send us a tweet at YSLW Podcast. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've spent this show trying to convince Steven to love wrestling. So now here's the part of the show where he tries to convince us to love something. Uh, guys, I have a, a new thing I want you guys to love or try. Uh, I'm in a relationship. I live with my girlfriend, Elise. She's great. Uh, and the thing that we're both we're both very busy people, uh, and it's hard, I feel like it's always hard to make time. So my th- new thing that we've been doing, and I love it, and I think sexting? everybody should try it. Oh God, <laughs> I, uh, I'm not I'm not hey, creative enough say? writer <laughs> to do sexting. Well. Oh God, yeah, yeah, fair. Uh, I don't yeah. have enough uh, of, uh, synonyms for sexting via drone. <laughs> yeah, sexting via drone. No, I think uh, my thing that we've been doing, and I really love, is uh, just scheduling dates. We and what we did was we actually uh, we we made a theme for it. So like for the next two months, we're going to all these different donut places in LA. We've got it all scheduled out. Saturday lemon morning pistachio thing. That I looked, did. Yeah, lemon sta- lemon's pistachio donut from Kofax yesterday good. morning. Yeah, nice. Uh, and it's great because it, it lets us like set up something. We talk about setting up. We talk about before we go. Talk about it after. It's like nice because we like find a simple, easy thing that we're like committed to, and it's just treats yeah. uh, to little like treat, have little, little treats dates with. I don't know. I think treats. it was like a, a really treats. positive thing in my life. I just you know make make some time for your lady, some schedule some dates. Well, That's what me, I'm gonna say. Let me say something. Oh yeah, you'll never convince me to like dating. Oh wow. Uh, Take my wife, please. <laughs> but I do like the idea of planning dates with your 
significant other. That's mm-hmm. a really mm-hmm. that's a good idea because. Somebody told me one time you should, uh, it's something that they found helpful in their relationship is to like schedule a date mm-hmm. and then like meet there. Don't go together there. Oh, yeah. If you live together. Oh, that's, cute. that's I can Ooh, see that. Cute. I was like, that'll, that's, ne- I'm never going to practice yeah, that. Yeah, never going to uh-huh. do it. it sounds and really then when you cute. get there, she says, How nice to meet you, doctor. <laughs> and you say, Yes, I am a doctor. Yeah. A successful yes. brain yes. surgeon. Yes, I am a doctor, female president yeah. of the United States. <laughs> what are you going to do when I come for the donuts? <laughs> Who was oh, wait, that I guess guy? I did that was the Hogan. wrong guy. Well, I think you did like a combination did, of yeah. both. Oh, I got surprised there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, I think that's a good I, I like that. That's just a raspy doctor. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with scheduling dates. I think that like, I think that a lot of people in relationships are very like passively in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Easy like, to do it. Yeah, where it's just like you just don't like you just see each other and you go and like hang out and watch movies or whatever. Yeah. But like you don't like actually like plan a fun thing. And like mm-hmm. I'm a big proponent of like, you know, every week or two, just like plan a fun thing that's just yeah. for you guys. Schedule yep. a skull fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Schedule. With a doctor. <laughs> oh, those are on my calendar. And uh, you know, mm-hmm. get sure. No, we all got skull fuck. Yeah. I don't uh, know why I went so far. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. Skull fuck Saturday. We get your relationship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah we get yeah. it. My girlfriend and I uh, are busy. And I'm busy and we're busy, but we do try to do things like that and we try to go out. And I I, mm-hmm. I agree that, that you're saying like you kind of don't like dates in general. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I thank God I'm in a relationship because I don't like dates either. I don't yeah. like dating. It's annoying. I don't have time for people. Yeah. But now that I'm in a relationship, it's fine. We can go on dates. And I like doing stuff like I that. What I like. Here's what I it's just I'm trying to. Yeah, go ahead. No, gonna, I was just going to say going out on dates. Sure. Going out on dates to chain restaurants, 10 out of 5. Oh, yeah. Love, oh, wow. I, I've said it days. before and I'll say it again. I love garbage trash chain you restaurants. You got to go to Chili's. We, oh, we will. <laughs> we, have, we have not done a date together at Chili's only because there aren't a lot around here. We will go to like all of the, like that's, we choose to go to chain restaurants and I, I love that. Yeah. I love it. But I think yeah. what I love about dates is it's like, I usually just plan something where it's like, oh, I've always wanted to go to that coffee shop or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like or like, it's just like a thing that I probably wouldn't do on my own. But if I've got to plan a thing that I'm going to be with, uh, with a person at, it's like, oh, it might as well be a thing that I've always wanted to do. Yeah, so it's like I a love treat, a romantic it's like a treat for, for myself in some ways. That that's what I think like works about this like coffee thing we, or this donut place. We've been going to a bunch of donut places we've never been to. We don't go to donuts or whatever, but it does feel just unique and not. Uh, a little bit off the beaten path. It's just sure. just as special enough. Also, like not so special. It's like I got to drop you know a hundred dollars on dinner right. on something yeah. that's like not that fucking great. Coffee. You just go to don- it's 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 special. I like I don't know. I like that little thing. And I don't know. We started just, doing a, the thing in my uh, you know uh, we might be going to time here, but yeah. we started doing a thing where we would be like, all right, we eat on the weekend. We eat breakfast out. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. I love nice. cooking breakfast. You like, just I love did that the, this morning, you said. Yeah. 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 So it's a, that was part of the, there you go. the thing. But yeah, it's like, it's just being okay. Like when we wake up on Saturdays, we go, we go, yeah. we bring the dog to a restaurant, we can eat outside, and we make that like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because our schedules, we're both comedians. So our schedules are like so unpredictable. Oh, yeah, totally. And yeah, I'm busy because I'm a. Doctor, uh, oh God, I don't. I'm not role playing with you, Nick. It's not happening. Steven. you're romantic, and that's probably why you don't like wrestling. If you should yeah. check out, uh, you know, Stephanie McMahon and Triple uh, and uh, Tess Wedding. Oh, some yeah. of the most yeah. romantic. Things. Yeah, really. Lana and Rusev just had a go- beautiful wedding. Billy uh, and Chuck uh, had the greatest one of them. Miss Elizabeth, yeah, Macho thanks. Man, Randy Savage. Just mm, uh, my my heart uh, beats so rapidly Chuck. thinking of Elise standing in front of uh, uh, an army of darkness, telling, like, screaming to thousands of fans, like, "You're all scum." 
from? No, you should it. like my boyfriend. Oh, you saw Kane and Lita's wedding. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, that. Yeah. That Don Marie and Tori Wilson's dad. That oh. was just a very romantic yeah. He had wedding. a heart attack on, on Raw or SmackDown or whatever. Um, oh, classic yeah. stuff. Okay, uh, so... Um, Stephen, thank you so much. Yeah, I'll, yeah sure. I'll give that. Yeah, I'll give that. I'll give dates great. five suplex city bitches. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do it for your suplex city bitches, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. Take them on I'll give yeah. it five. Or your Doctors? suplex city fellas. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I'm not going to be gender exclusive. Really? Yeah. Or, like, whatever you identify as. It's yes. fine. Yeah, I like that um, you're so nice to Elise because she's very funny and nice girl. She's great. I love yes. her to death. Woman. It's really nice. It's a nice little broad. She's a nice girl. Yeah, because you're dating the real nice. Girl, <laughs> um, I love that you guys are so inclusive of broads on this show. I think it's fucking great. Whenever uh, I try to say something sincere, I mess it up. <laughs> so, uh, I, mean, I was trying, I swear. So, uh, Dan, I love you, bitch. Uh, <laughs> what? That's what that's that's it's saying He's it wrong. Following the bit, that's saying it wrong. All right, let's let Dan uh, do his thing. I'm not yeah, talking uh, about anybody specific. Yeah, uh, Dan, thank you so much for doing the show. Oh, yeah, I appreciate blessed. it. It was super fun. Yeah, thank you for um, coming, man. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Oh, you can find well. Check out my podcast at Comedians of Wrestling, and our Twitter is at COW Podcast. But my personal Twitter is at D Black Attack. Yeah. You can see me at uh, UCB Theater and a bunch of other places doing comedy. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to Comedians of Wrestling on iTunes. Yeah. Leave a review. Yes. Tell, tell them you should love wrestling sent you. Come it's on, a great like, show. Listen to that. We want you guys to check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And listen to this show also. Don't defect. This isn't WCW. <laughs> this isn't Monday Night War. Yeah, you one side. Clear pick, out your schedule. Listen to both. Yeah. You have to yeah. pick one. It's either us, comedians of wrestling, or we watch wrestling. Yeah, yeah. it's the only one. Yeah. one or the other or the other. Yeah. 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 One of those three. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. No Stone Cold podcast. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah, yeah. or him. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. or BSR. Or, or Cole Cabana. Yeah. The Bullshit okay. Ranch. Of all the podcasts not hosted by wrestlers, you can only listen to one of the three. Yeah. I see. Okay, fair enough. Good. I, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Joey Tainman or listen to my podcast, 25. Minutes of Silence, the podcast where I sit in silence with a guest for 25 minutes. <laughs> That's it's currently available on Podbean. We've got some really great guests coming up. Just record an interview with Maddox, Deanna Reese, and over Beth Appel, artistic director of the UCP Theater, and a lot of others. You should really check it out. Guys, you can always find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligger, G-L-I-G-O-R. And when I'm not doing comedy, of course, I'm listening to Joey Cliff's brand new podcast, 25 Minutes of Silence. Steven? Uh, I just want to say you guys work so hard at promoting this terrible idea for a podcast and you never promote our own. It's fine. Uh, we okay. have a podcast? We do. It's right. It's happening. Uh, you can find me all across the internet at Pearlstein. When does the podcast start? Oh, God, he's back. Oh. Uh, uh, don't forget to rate and subscribe to our show on iTunes. You should love wrestling. Give us a five-star review. Always. Leave a little review. Uh, follow us on Twitter at YSLW Podcast. You can always email us at you should love wrestling at gmail.com, facebook.com forward slash you should love wrestling. Uh, I think those are all the things. Uh, rest in peace, Chris Benoit. Yeah. Rest in peace, Chris Benoit. <laughs> yeah, that's how uh, we, do. we throw it up every time. So, uh, I agree. Uh, Steven, I agree. do you love wrestling? Uh, no, I don't. Oh. Dan Black, thank you for joining us, sir. Yeah. We had a damn good no, time. That was awesome. Thanks, thanks for having me. Done. 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 this has been a boardwalk audio podcast for more information and shows visit boardwalkaudio.com don't forget to rate and subscribe now